Welcome back to the 643 Conspiracy. I am your host, Hank, joined by my co-host, Drew. Drew, how you doing today, brother? Good, brother. How's it going, Hank? Hey, we had a good day at work. Kept my head down and my mouth shut. Got through my eight hours. Didn't nobody even want to look at me, so fuck them. But no, it's been a good day, man. It's been a good day. Uh, All right, man. I know that we were just here yesterday. Well, at, actually, at the time of recording, the, the episode that we recorded on Sunday is live now. And we normally do this on Wednesdays. We're having to shift some times around and stuff. But we're going to be here with you tonight. And this will be live Wednesday. I'll, I'll upload it in the morning. And it seems like life just really likes playing with us because yesterday we spent a whole 30, 40 minutes talking about power rankings. And then this afternoon on my break, I get on my phone and I see that the MLB has just dropped the latest power rankings. So it's like they just knew that they that we had just talked about this yesterday. So we're, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on these new power rankings. Just going to give a brief rundown. Uh, not too much has shaked up since, you know, what we went over yesterday. Uh, in your top five, really, there's only been one switch, and that's the Orioles and the Rangers have flopped places. Uh, yes, sir. One little fun – and I know we've been talking about the Rays a lot, which I know you don't care, Drew, but one of the funniest things I've seen about the Rays so far is if you took the 13-0 start that the Rays had and you ripped that off the record, they've still gone 26-17. and 17. That 26 and 17 is still a 98 game winning pace. They're fine. <laughs> like the Rays have they, blown the doors off of the, the building and have just completely ran away with any kind of a race for the AL East. It that's amazing to think that you can yeah. take 13 wins out and still be on pace for 98 wins. That's amazing. That's kind of, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. They have the not only do they have the lumber, but they have the speed. And uh, I mean, the the ability that they have this year to be able to steal bases, too, on top of everything else that they're doing is really, I think, what's kind of uh, set them apart um, for, you know, where they're at. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. So let's go over these top 10 teams and these power rankings. Of course, it's the Rays on top. Like we said, the Rangers are in second place. They swap with the third place Orioles. The Astros are up one spot to fourth place. Your Dodgers are up two spots to fifth place. The Braves have dropped four spots to six, but it's okay. Um, they just got Mike, Mike Soroka back, who hasn't pitched in a game since August 3rd of 2020. That's a really clutch addition to their bullpen, having Mike Soroka back. They've been uh, relying heavily on a unproven arm in the majors. Um, I think his name's Elder. I think that's his last name. Uh, he's he's their fifth man in their rotation, and he as good as he is, you know, it's always nice to have a uh, a proven arm in your rotation. And getting Mike Soroka back really helps the Braves. Uh, in seventh place, you have your Yankees that have dropped the spot. The Marlins, and remember what I said yesterday about that log jam in the middle of the pack. One series, you could jump. 10 to 12 places, and that's exactly what the Mariners have done. They find themselves in these updated power rankings at eighth place in the rankings. They're up seven spots from last week's rankings, which is amazing. But when you think about the fact that all those teams were four to five games, you know, the, there was a 13-team block that was separated by three games themselves, you know, that 
like I said, it's not a surprise to watch any of these teams jump or fall by a huge number like the Mariners have done. In ninth place, we've got the Red Sox down from a spot. They are really riding Masataka Yoshida this year. He has really come in, and everybody gave them hell for signing him over some of the big-name free agents, especially after they let Xander walk. Right. You know, the, there was a lot of what the hell is going on in Boston all offseason. And sure. Masataka Yoshida has come over and has showed out. He had a little warm-up period, which everybody does. It doesn't matter if you're a, a, a international player or if you're getting traded. You're an MLB veteran that gets traded to a new team. You're going to have an adjustment period. That's all he needed was a couple of – like a month to get ready, you know, get used to the way the American game gets played. And he's – uh. He, he's looking like he's going to – Masataka Yoshida going to be at the All-Star game. Yeah, I, I'm hoping to watch him. Uh, the Rays are going to the Boston, I think, later this week. Uh, I think the series is like Friday to Saturday or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something like that. I'm hoping to uh, watch him pitch a couple games. I haven't got to see him much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in 10th place, you do have your uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. They're down a spot from last week. They are – a young team that has some veterans sprinkled throughout their roster, but they're one of the most exciting young teams to watch pretty much outside of the Orioles. Like what the, what the Diamondbacks are able to do. I mean, when's the last time the Diamondbacks were even relevant without right, mentioning absolutely. Randy Johnson. So they've got some good things going on over in Arizona. Uh, you're 11 through 20 spots at 11th place. Oh, excuse me. Down from a spot from last week, you do have your Toronto Blue Jays. Another one of the teams that was stuck in that log jam in the San Francisco Giants find themselves in 12th place this week. They're up seven spots. They won a series, moved up more than a handful of spots. They find themselves up, up with the big boys now. Uh, San Fran's got some good things going. In 13th spot, you have your Milwaukee Brewers down two spots from last week. The Minnesota Twins come in at 14th. They're down a spot. The Marlins are where another one of those log jam teams. They're up five spots to 15. Uh, Miami just needs to get a, a little more consistency out of their offense, and they have the arms to do exactly what Tampa's doing. I know you probably pay more attention to the Marlins than I do with you being down there in Florida, but uh, that's really all Miami needs to be a, a contender for the playoffs is just more consistency from their bats top to bottom because their arms oh, yeah, have always absolutely. been, you know, borderline elite. Yeah, they put all this, uh, you know, they, they threw uh, Jazz Chisholm, you know, on the cover of MLB show and all this stuff. And yep. he, he really needs to start playing his game better and uh, stepping up like, like you know, they're, they're pushing him to be he because he be. has the ability to be. He, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I get to see him in, in spring training, man. And the kid is he's he's electric to watch, you know, and he he really has a good bat when he's on. Uh, he just needs to, uh, you know, I think get his head a little bit more into the game. And and, yeah. uh, you know, I think his biggest problem is he spent all offseason talking about how he was about to win a gold glove in center field, having never right. taken a rep in center field in the majors. And I think he uh, he wrote a check that his butt couldn't cash. And right. um, he, he, he'll get, he'll turn it around. Jazz Chisholm is legitimately next to Sandy Alcantara, the face of that franchise. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I mean, Sandy is 
I mean, watching that dude pitch, Sandy is awesome too. Uh, you know, he's he's a really good player as well. Yeah, um, if only the Cardinals could have had someone like Sandy Alcantara in their organization. <laughs> oh man. Hey, just uh touching back on the Diamondbacks, you know, um I I saw the other day, uh just touch on a little baseball card stuff. Uh, you know, Drew Jones, Bowman 2023 came out. Mm-hmm. And Dave and Adams uh, put out a, a a million dollar bounty on the Drew Jones one of one super fractor. Uh, it was a two hundred, or you could collect either a million if you got called up, or two hundred and fifty grand guaranteed right now today. And it got pulled the other day. Oh, so what would you they, do? Th- would you sit and wait for the million? Oh, absolutely not, brother. You, you have <laughs> 250 G's cold hard cash right here, right now. I mean, that's life tax changing. free. <laughs> yeah, that's that's life absolutely, changing. brother. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I'd have I a house next take to the money you on the lake if I had 250 <laughs> grand. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I love hearing for sure know, all these stories about these uh, card shops offering bounties on, on the super yeah. factors that get get uh released and it, it's really fun to watch somebody just be willing to offer gobs of money for a piece of paper <laughs> right yeah no it's it, it's a lot of fun you know it makes baseball it makes baseball that much more fun oh, for sure you when, you, when uh, you especially when you add that little uh that side to it with the collectibles and and baseball cards and all that stuff Oh, yeah. You always hear about it when people talk about gambling, how when you throw a little money on it, you put a little skin in the game. It makes watching whatever you gamble on, you know, that much more interesting. And the same could be said for collecting, you know, not just baseball cards, but sports cards and any trading card. Really, across all sports, when you invest hundreds and hundreds of dollars into these cards, you really pay attention to the guys who you collect. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It starts to become a, another commodity in yeah. a sense. You know, it, yeah. it's it's like uh, stocks and everything else. Oh, yeah. So it's it, oh, yeah. it's crazy the amount of money that people spend. But while we're talking about, about baseball and power rankings, you want to move into a little uh, conspiracy talk? Yeah, let me let me just go through the rest of these. We're at 16. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot. No, we're okay. good. The, Sorry, the I thought we were doing the top top 10. My bad. Yeah, well, I kind of kept going. I'm at 16. I'll just mention these other teams. There's not really much too exciting to talk about in the bottom half of these rankings. Uh, 16th spot, you've got your Los Angeles Angels down four spots from last week. Your Mets are at 17th down three spots. Your Phillies are at 18th down two spots. Your Tigers are up three spots to 19th. Uh, Your Padres are in 20th place down two two spots from last week. Uh, your Pirates are holding steady at 21. Your Guardians are up one one spot for 22. My Cardinals are down six spots at 23 because we obviously can't win a series. We have no pitching. Uh, the Reds are up four spots at 24. The Rockies are up two spots at 25. The White Sox are uh, dropped a spot to 26. And while we're on the White Sox, I just want to say uh, Liam Hendricks, the world is better for having you back at baseball. I'm so happy that this man was able to defeat his uh, bout with cancer and come on that, come through the other side of that uh, just as strong as he went in. 
he uh, took the mound yesterday for the first time since he got diagnosed with cancer. And he didn't have the greatest outing, but the man hasn't pitched in a few months. And he just went through a bout with cancer. Let's, let's, let's not under, undersell the, the, the magna, magnitude of what this man just lived through. Right, you know, absolutely. most people that get diagnosed with any form of cancer, if it doesn't take them out, it's like they check out and their their life is never really the same. Anybody who's seen anybody go through a battle with cancer, it's not easy. Uh, I watched a good friend of mine slowly pass over two and a half years due to colon cancer. And it, it it's rough, man. And so when you see stories like Liam Hendricks able to come back and go back to pitching, it's just amazing, and I want to send all the praise and thanks to God for allowing this man to come on through. And uh, I know we probably never hear this, but Mr. Liam Hendricks, glad you're back. Glad to have you back. God bless you, sir. Uh, in 27th place down a spot from last week, you've got your Nationals. No surprise there. The Cubs, who have just forgot how to play baseball, are down four spots at 28. And uh, the last two teams are still the last two teams, your Royals. And, hey, ladies and gentlemen, the Oakland Athletics have won a game. They are now 11-45. There you go. There you go. Congratulations. Congratulations, Oakland A's. You've done it. I, I still think they are going to beat the single-season worst uh, winning percentage record. I want to say absolutely. that it's like I, I, 197 is the the record and i think they're gonna blow past that yeah and i i think that's part of uh i think it's kind of part of the plan too because aren't they talking about moving yes well they are they are moving the team to las vegas there's a lot of there's a lot of logistics that are involved with that because there's already a minor league team in las vegas and you cannot have a minor league team and a major league team in the same city so there's and plus there's there's gonna be some moving around women's basketball in Las Vegas, there's hockey. There's uh, there's all the, kinds. The of Raiders stuff going just to Las moved Vegas. to Las Vegas, so I mean, there's yep. there's there's some things that the city has to figure out before the uh, athletics make it there. And to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to matter where they go if they keep their same ownership. You're just going to see the same shitty team in different colors. But yeah, absolutely. I know we just did these power rankings yesterday, and if we seem a little redundant, that's our apologies. They just dropped today, and like I said, we had to switch our uh, recording day around this week, and so we hope you don't mind us talking about power rankings two episodes in a row, but that's going to be about all we talk about as far as uh, the power rankings or any kind of rankings like that for today. Drew, you have a conspiracy to talk about that kind of ties into the conspiracy that me and Ryan talked about in one of our last episodes. And I've looked, yes, sir. I, ever since you mentioned this earlier, I, I tried to find something on the internet about it and I couldn't. And that's got me even more interested. So why don't you share with us what you got? Well, uh, yes, sir. So what, what brought it to my attention? So I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw the MLB posted today on this day, 1982. May 30th, Cal Ripken Jr. began his trek towards his record of 2,632 consecutive games played. And I was like, oh, man, I remember that crazy conspiracy theory that uh, Ryan and Hank were talking about with Cal Ripken Jr. and Kevin Costner. So I I, I went over to the old Google machine 
and I threw in uh, Cal Ripken Jr. conspiracy theories. And one of the first things that came up is an old article. And this article, when I say old, this stuff is from 2001. It's from an ESPN uh, writer, mm. um, ESPN Jim Capel. And it's Conspiracy Theory 101. And this is actually, um, it talks about uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. There's some conspiracy theories in there uh, that, that were actually interesting. But the theory number one that this talks about is Cal Ripken Jr. replaced by a clone. Man, okay? I, I need to know more. <laughs> All right. So it's, this says Ripken actually died just before his streak began in 1982 when he was hit in the head by a fastball from Seattle pitcher Matt Young. Rather than risk the blemish on the game's image, baseball covered up the death by substituting him with the first human clones, with the first with the first of the human clones, which were repeatedly replaced during the streak. So they replaced them once, and then they kept putting new ones in dur- during the streak. Oh, or so the theorists say, who also claim that the Orioles fired Cal Ripken Sr. just six games into the 1988 season to maintain his silence. Hmm. Now, they is there further? I'm sorry, was there, was there any like, because, uh, you know, everybody talks about Biden being a clone and his earlobes and stuff like that. So has there been any features that they, they brought up? Not, you know, not in this. Not, now, like I said, this is from 21 years ago or 22 years ago. Um, so I, you know, I, I didn't see anything further. This was just on the, uh, you know, the first thing that came up, like I said, when I threw it into Google. But one yeah. of the last things I believed it up until the last part of this conspiracy <laughs> theory that says that the same people further claim that if you play John Denver's thank God I'm a country boy backwards. The lyrics really say Cal is dead. <laughs> Come on. I don't, it's one of those crazy, you know, well, it's like, uh, uh, before if we you go play Leonard Skinner backwards, Leonard Skinner backwards, it, it tells you to, you know, to do some crazy stuff. I don't know. That's, that's have one you of those ever out listened far-fetched. To, have you ever listened to stairway to heaven backwards? <laughs> I haven't been that high. So no, no, I've never, that, I've never uh, listened is, to it backwards. Um, I don't know if it was by coincidence or whether they really knew what they were doing, but uh, "Stairway to Heaven" backwards is pretty much a love song to Satan. That's crazy. Oh, and it, I've it's, ne- like I said, I've not, never. It's I've, not grasping at straws. Like it clearly says, "My sweet Satan," and all this and that. Like it's wild, bro. That's crazy. It, the, the way that it even sounds, it's just it sounds really eerie like the music backwards it, it it makes the hair stand up on your arms and stuff it's it's wild so hey who knows maybe john denver uh, uh, maybe who he, knows maybe he knew maybe, something. maybe he knew something so there's uh like i said this article also talks about uh cal i'm sorry dale earnhardt jr because um it was the same weekend that this article was written was the weekend that dale earnhardt jr won the Daytona 500 right after his dad had passed away. Yep. But it further goes on to talk about Cal Ripken Jr. Uh, and his baseball cards. And this one says, Cal Ripken Jr.'s baseball cards laced with acid. Angered 
that Ichiro left his native country to play in the United States, a Japanese doomsday cult has coated Rifkin baseball cards with LSD. Or so the conspiracy theorists who claim the cult wants to get American youth so high from touching the LSD-tainted cards that they can't play Little League anymore and will lose their competitive edge. Where can I find some of these cards? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. They're not just giving that stuff away. They charge for that stuff. But I I read that earlier, man, and I I thought that was crazy, especially, you know, recently with the whole uh, Darren Hamlin or whatever that that's the guy's name, right? The uh, Damar Hamlin with the the Buffalo Bills and that whole thing, whether or not he really died during the NFL game. Well, you know, kind of touches on all that stuff. There's, so been and some, there's been some pretty hardcore facts to point towards that. That's not DeMar Hamlin. Uh, apparently, right. tattoo, tattoos, tattoos and... have been moved or gone. Uh, facial features aren't the same. Like, there's a, there's a lot of, of fuckery afoot with the DeMar Hamlin uh, story. I believe that was pretty much a sacrifice that we saw live on TV. I don't know what else to call it. I mean, that man was dead. Yeah, he was, absolutely. He, was, he, he checked yeah, out. He, he he was no longer with us. And then all of a sudden, he's just back. But you, he doesn't want to show his face for like a month. Right. All you see is and, sunglasses and a hoodie and then him waving behind the... Why was he wearing sunglasses in the room inside, waving at the... You know what I'm saying? When he was up there at the Super Bowl, waving... Yep. And that, then that was uh, what, a whole crazy scenario. And and what was up with uh, right after um that uh that jacket that he was wearing? Oh yeah, the, the crazy ass jacket that was pretty satanic. Kinda it was like uh his well, take I... let's see, I just pulled it up. Yeah, it's got it says eternal and it's got Jesus on it with well, his depiction of yeah, that's some not ridiculous... no picture of Jesus I've never seen. Absolutely right. It's got some ridiculous picture of Jesus on it, and, and yeah, it's all weird, man. You know, it's one of those one of those things that that they do that they uh, they hide it right there in plain sight. You know. Yep. You know, I was I was I was born in ninety, so obviously, I didn't I wasn't around for Cal Ripken Junior's. You know, the start of his streak. Of course, everybody knew who Cal Ripken Jr. was when I was a kid. I mean, hell, there was an entire baseball league nationwide named after him. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they still have Cal Ripken Jr. tournaments and yep. and all that stuff. And but, I remember uh, Cal Ripken Jr. baseball cards. I had the whole Iron Man set. Do yeah. you remember the, the, like, the metal mm-hmm. Iron Man Cal Ripken stuff? I, I wouldn't put it past on. I mean, if you listen to some of the more fringe conspiracy, and I say fringe, I mean more of your, I don't know, they're 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 really just people like you and me, but they're they're not the huge bigwigs. Uh, they talk about how cloning has been around since like the '30s and the '40s. That you know, the the common the common. Uh, thought with the CIA is that they're 30 to 20 to 30 years with their technology ahead of what we have in the public. I think it's really more of, of 60 to 70 years ahead of what they, of what we have 
Oh, absolutely. Because Especially, if they were you know, cloning they... in the 30s and the 40s, it makes perfect sense that by the time the 80s came around, oh, shit, a baseball player? Sure, we can replace a baseball player. And who in the yeah. 80s was really talking about clones? Exactly. Nobody. It, and then you move into... like this whole clone thing really just came up within the last five years. Yeah, I mean, well, definitely it came up, you know, you had Dolly the Sheep, Right. Well, that was yeah, in, but I mean, as like, far as like in, people, in, like prominent figures being talked right. about, right? Right. No, absolutely. Right. That that conspiracy, sure, of prominent figures being clones, everything else. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, there's conspiracy that Joe Biden's a clone. There's, I mean, hell, there's that video of uh, Biden. Uh, I'm sorry, of Ob- Obama talking about how he would run the White House if he had somebody stand in and for him. Mm-hmm. If he just had somebody wearing the earpiece. And you oh, know well, he could just kind of his wife in there, right? Or excuse me, <laughs> he's about to have his partner in there. Uh, <laughs> Michael, I mean, excuse me, Michelle is. I, I guarantee you that there's going to be an Obama in the campaign this this uh, upcoming year. I, I don't the think Democrats that they have, have to, nobody else. I, I don't think they have to. I think that he's already there in the White House and oh, of doing so much is. of the day to day. That uh, they just they'll they'll keep Biden where he's at because he's the perfect puppet. Yep. And then, uh, you know, they'll they'll keep letting Obama and BlackRock and everything else destroy the country. And we'll just and slide, got slide down the tank. Christopher Ray willing to do any and everything to run cover for him. You know, when you've got the DOJ and the FBI and the CIA in your back pocket, you're pretty uh, untouchable. Yeah, man. You know, I in uh, I saw a, a crazy video um, earlier today, just talk, touching about uh, you know the Bidens and everything else. So in the '40s, they had that was when they established the um, the Treason Banking Act. It was you know something with the Nazis. We were giving money to the Nazis or whatever, and then uh, that was established by Prescott Bush who was the grandfather of George, George H.W. George and George W. Bush, right? The great-grandfather of him. Yep. Okay, he established that, right? Well, then uh, they talk about, uh, you know, 2014. It goes into, you know, biolabs and all this stuff and the Biden Biden and, and all this money. I got to play this video and just listen to everything so I can tell you the right stuff because I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know why. The Biden's funds haven't been seized already. So in 2014, Biden invests $500,000 in a company called Metabiota, which was a um, it's a company that does biolabs and, and stuff uh, for the government. Or I'm sorry, they, they do biological testing. Yeah. In the same year, they got a government contract for 23.9 billion dollars from the government in 2016 while biden is vice president he bribes the uh president of ukraine the i'm sorry not the president of ukraine but the uh the prosecutor in ukraine yeah, that- to make sure that his son doesn't get prosecuted for for that stuff yeah, because he's on on video talking to a bunch of people, and 
he says, you know, uh, I told him you're not getting this million dollars or whatever it was, unless you get in, get somebody else in there. And he said, well, son of a bitch. Yep. And and he they were sharing bank accounts at the same time when they were sharing bank accounts at the same time where they got this twenty three point nine billion dollar uh, Department of Justice funds. And then twenty twenty two, Russia invades Ukraine. Saying that the bio the biolabs, this metabiota biolabs were directly related to the Biden administration. The Put Putin comes out and says, No, we're gonna raid them because of all this money and money laundering and everything else. Why the fuck do they still have money? Why is this why isn't all their stuff seized like uh Russia and the rest of the oligarchs? Because right? we have a completely corrupt Department of Justice and uh federal government. That's that's why. The, the entire American federal government is just a um, money laundering scheme. That's all they do is they take money from all the corrupt individuals throughout the world and uh, they, they hide it not so well into the shell companies like the Bidens have all of these different companies that are actually companies at all. They're just shell. It's a facade as a way to move money around. It's all the oh, federal yeah. government does anymore is, is they pander to these families, the Bushes, the Obamas, the Bidens, the Clintons, yep. and whatever they need to make happen through the DOJ, intelligence agencies, and the top tippity top of the federal government, they all make it happen. If we actually had the last person who tried to do something about the corrupt corruption at the federal government got his brain scattered in front of his wife. That's yes, kind sir. of a, a a pretty big deterrent, you know. Yep, uh, absolutely. But yeah, man, man. it's. it's you know, it's it's crazy to think that we ended up here talking about Cal Ripken Jr. But it all—I mean, if you think about it, it, if Cal really was cloned. Then it's all hand in hand. It's all hand in hand, man. You know, and like you said, the, the government technology is so much further ahead than than you and I know. You know, the CIA has their own—they uh, have their own uh, company um, that they invest. They have their own venture capitalist fund. Mm-hmm. That they invest in all these big uh, Seattle-based companies, you know, and and all those uh, the the big tech companies, you know, yeah. Um, well, I mean, in Silicon uh, Valley and everything. Incutel is the name of the company that the CIA uh, has that they do it, and you can go right on their website and oh, yeah. read all about they the, the you. billions of dollars that they that they invest day to day. But you see, know, that, and that's taxpayers' where they, money. That's where they get over on us because. They know that if they put the information that needs to be hidden right there in plain sight, that the majority of Americans will look at it and be like, well, how, how is it a conspiracy? How is it a lie? It's right there. Like, right. Oh, they're telling or, you what they're doing. They just don't think you're smart enough to realize that they're actually doing these evil things. And like, Right. Absolutely. Know. Or they, they bury it in, for example, because um, I started really digging into FedNow more um, today. Because yeah. we had a, a big discussion about FedNow this afternoon at, at the office today. Um, so we started talking about, um, you know, Congress and and there has to be some kind of documentation, you know, 
uh, uh, from the Federal Reserve going in front of Congress saying, hey, you know, this is what we want to do or whatever. Well, I found it. And it's like back in 2019, it's and I found the PDF, but it's like uh, I'm going through it. Let's see. And let me just scroll through to the bottom. 117 pages. Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. Let, we're going to hide, you know, everything that we do in, in this 117 page PDF document no, to tell you about how we want to start fed no now. 117 pages of legalese. It, exactly. I, I got through about 10 pages of it and I was already Dude, uh, I can't too read far legalese. gone. That shit gives me a headache. No, absolutely. It, it does. But yeah, man, I it's, digress. It, it's insane what they're able to get away with just because we choose to believe everything that gets told to us. The scariest words you can hear as an American citizen is coming from a knock at your door. And when you say, who is it? They say, hey, we're the government. We're here to help. Yep. <laughs> I, Ronald Reagan was not lying when he said that. No, no. I mean, and look what they did to him. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's just the that's that's the table that we're sitting at as far as America's concerned. It's going to take something drastic for us to. I don't know if we'll ever get our country back to any semblance of. Morally and ethically correct or whatever like i i don't like you were saying you know the other on our last episode how it, it, we might be too far gone and like i said it might be too far gone for the world for our nation but for us as a people it's not right it just kind of sucks to kind of realize that we're on the downside of this hill and i don't think we're going to go back up right yeah man and, look uh, unfortunately that's that's just where that's that's my opinion that's my view i wish it was different but there's just too many other signs that show that the stars have already aligned and that if the the all the pieces were put into place well long before you and i were born and it was it was already you know that was the plan all along you know what i mean every every empire falls every nation has fallen from the from the sumerians to the Romans, to the Europe, to to the British, and now America. It's we've had our time in the sun. We too shall fall, and like you like to say, it's been prophesied. Yes, sir. So at the end of the day, all you can do is love yourself, love your neighbors, love your fellow man. Do your best that you can to be a better person tomorrow than you were today. And if you do that enough times, then you're going to be in a good spot. Amen, brother. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, we're about to start rounding down this episode. Let us know what you think. Was Cal Ripken Jr. a clone? Is Joe Biden a clone? How long have they been able to clone people? I personally think they've been able to do it since the 30s or the 40s. Uh, Get on us on our Instagram at 643 underscore conspiracy underscore podcast. Look us up on Facebook at 643 conspiracy on there. Uh, Interact with us. Let us know what you think. Drop any questions, comments, concerns, or criticisms, and uh, we will interact with you as much as we can. But uh, thats I think that's about all I got for you today, Drew. How about you? Yes, sir, man. And uh, you know what? While, while we're here talking, 
it would mean a lot to Hank and I if you guys were able to. Every dollar helps if you were able to go onto the GoFundMe page uh, for Ryan that was set up. Um, I know a big portion from the Great Deception podcast. Yep. Um, their Patreon is going to be donated yep. um, He's from June and July, it. I think he said. Uh, hey, May or May and June. May and June. May and June. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's a big time donation. Right now, you have a few hours left to go join. If you would like to have a, a great source of information, Matt at the Great Deception podcast, sign up for his Patreon, and every month, dime that you send to him for the month of June will go back to Crystal's family. I will provide the GoFundMe link in the show notes. And uh, like like Drew said, we, it would mean the world to us if you could give anything. There's really no amount too small, and uh, Crystal and her family could really use the help. We need to get that GoFundMe to over ten thousand dollars. We can do it. Yeah, it's it's getting close up there, man. I know. It, uh, I think it was a uh, what eighty five hundred something. Yeah, it's somewhere like 80, around there. Eighty eighty two eighty three. Last time I checked. Yeah. But yeah, so. ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you so much for being here with us. Uh, for your co-host Drew for me Hank I thank y'all so much for being here this has been another episode from the 643 Conspiracy we'll catch y'all this weekend stay classy